Hello, Louisville. Welcome to Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society. I'm your host, Kate Sale, Certified Professional Dog Trainer, coming to you from Forward Radio 1065. We're here to answer your questions about your pet's training, their behavior, why they do what they do, and to discuss some special topics about your pets here in the Louisville community. Remember that we want to hear from you, so don't forget to send those questions to our email, behavior at kyhumane.org, or to the Kentucky Humane Society Facebook page. Today, I'm talking to Jackie Claxton, Medical Services Supervisor with the Kentucky Humane Society. Jackie is a licensed veterinary tech, and we brought Jackie on today because February is Pet Dental Health Care Awareness Month, and so she is going to be talking to us about proper dental care for our cat and dog friends. Obviously, we brush our teeth twice a day, we floss, we use mouthwash, Human dental health is something that we think about on a very regular basis, but it might not be something that we think about with our pets as consistently as we should. And so we thought that February would be a great time to bring some additional attention to this topic and really dig into what we want to be aware of with our pets' dental health, how we can make sure that we are providing the right care for them, and what we might want to be thinking about. So Jackie, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today. Thank you for having me. So as we are getting into this a little bit, you've probably seen quite a bit in terms of dealing with cat and dog dental health. Yes, definitely. And it seems like this is one of those categories that can get missed pretty consistently when we're looking at general care and might have a much bigger impact on overall health than a lot of people are aware of. Yeah, definitely. It's one of the more overlooked categories as far as pet care, and it can end up having some really long-term detrimental effects if it's not taken care of on a regular basis. Dental disease can affect any animal, any age, breed, size. It does tend to affect like smaller breed dogs, more so than larger breed dogs, but it's also a genetic disposition to dental disease. Something that people don't think of is you brush your teeth twice a day. Your pets also should have their teeth brushed regularly. I know that teeth brushing for your pets is a lot to handle for some people, but there are other things that can be done if you can't brush teeth regularly that can help prevent dental disease from occurring in your pet. How often do you recommend brushing your pet's teeth in a perfect world? In a perfect world, their teeth should be brushed daily. But like I said, everybody has busy schedules. So I can understand that that's not always practical, but it's recommended by the Veterinary Oral Health Council to do daily teeth brushing. Um, But like I said, there's other methods to help prevent dental disease other than just brushing teeth. There's certain types of oral washes you can do, certain dental treats that can be given on a daily basis that will help get rid of some of that plaque and tartar. But it is always recommended to brush their teeth as regularly as you can. And yearly dental cleanings performed under anesthesia are recommended as well, because like us, we have our teeth cleaned every six months. 
like we should, but sometimes that's not practical for other animals. And we don't have to go under anesthesia for our teeth cleanings. We are awake, so there's not that risk involved. But a yearly teeth cleaning is recommended, even if their teeth don't look dirty to you. There is so much under the gum line that we can't see. And that's where a lot of our problems will start. When they go in for their annual cleaning, I know that they often are going to recommend an x-ray. Yes. If typically how things will go, if you are going to do like annual cleanings, you'll go in for an exam, maybe just like your yearly physical exam with vaccines and such. And that can be talked about at that visit. Um, And they will schedule you in for a surgical appointment for that dental to be done. So what that generally looks like, I know every clinic does it a little bit differently, but when they take your animal in, they have you withhold food that morning. So they're fasted. Um, They will have you bring them in early in the morning, drop off, and they'll perform the dental that morning Typically, if they have the capability to do dental x-rays, they will do those to check for any abnormalities that are occurring under the gum line that can't be seen. And then they will do a typical dental like what a human would have done with the scaling, polishing, and all that stuff. And then they'll wake them up. And that's about it. As long as you have that done every year, your risk of dental disease is going to be a lot lower. And that's also not a bad time to ask about a pedicure if you have a dog that has a particularly hard time getting their toes done. Definitely. And just because you don't necessarily see something that is obviously wrong with the teeth, as we mentioned, that doesn't mean that your dog doesn't need dental work done. And just as we see in humans, that preventative work is just as important, if not more important, than work that's going to be done after there's already a problem. Are there particular questions that you would recommend somebody ask their vet when they're in for that basic exam in terms of dental care? I would definitely just be open to asking whatever questions you may have. If you are not super well-educated on dental care, don't be afraid to ask your vet because it's better to know than to leave questions unasked. One of the biggest things that people don't realize is that bad breath is the first sign of a dental issue. And that's just one of those things that's synonymous with like dogs have bad breath, cats have bad breath. Like that's something that people think is normal, but that's not always necessarily true. If you have that bad breath or even see some like brown discoloration on their teeth, um, that's not normal. And it may not be causing a problem right now, But down the line, it can turn into a more serious issue because what can happen is that brown discoloration is plaque and tartar, which can eventually get into that gum line between the tooth and all the connective tissues underneath. And it can eventually lead to bone loss and other more serious issues if it's overlooked for too long. Once that tartar is on that tooth, nothing will get it off except for a cleaning, like a dental cleaning. The gingivitis is reversible, which is that redness at the gum line. But once you have bone loss from 
that tartar and bacteria getting under that gum line, that's permanent. So that's why it's important to get that dental care taken care of sooner rather than later. And that can ultimately lead to actually losing that tooth down the line. Yeah, it can lead to losing the tooth and it can also lead to the jaws breaking. And another thing that people don't realize with dental health, if you have enough bacteria in your mouth and it's left unchecked, it can migrate to virtually any part of the body. There's been reports of heart disease related to severe dental disease, kidney issues. So it's not just, oh, well, their mouth has issue. It can eventually affect other parts of the body. So that's why it's important to get in and just be open about dental issues with your pet and just asking your doctor if they feel like your pet will need a dental. When I teach a basic manners and obedience class, one of the things that we always look at as a basic foundation skill is going to be the handling and the husbandry skills. So things like handling paws, checking ears, and yes, looking at teeth, handling the muzzle, things like that. And the big reason that we do that, one, obviously, so that we can brush teeth, but part of that as well is so that we can do that daily check. We can look at our dog's teeth, we can look at the gums, we can have the opportunity to smell our dog's breath if we need to. Yes, our dogs are most likely giving us kisses every day, but if your dog is comfortable with you checking their mouth, checking their teeth, and then one day you go to do a check and they go, ow, no thank you, then you have that indication pretty clearly that there is something wrong and you can catch it. But teaching those skills from a training perspective is also going to be really important and something that your vet is also going to be super, super grateful for. And working on those basic handling skills is going to be really important from the time you bring your dog home, whether they are a very small puppy or you're bringing home an adolescent or an adult dog. However, not every dog is going to let you get up in their mouth right away. And that's something that we can talk about in a little bit in terms of strategies for helping your dog be a little more comfortable with you handling their muzzle and their mouth. But let's say you have one of those dogs that is not comfortable with you handling their mouth yet. Obviously that prevention and treatment and making sure that they're getting that care is going to be incredibly important as an ongoing process. I know you already mentioned that there are some things that you can do if you can't brush their teeth every day. What are some of the things that you're going to recommend? So there are a lot of dental things on the market. What you're gonna wanna look for are products that are approved by the Veterinary Oral Health Council. It may just say like, have a stamp on it that says VOHC. But those are the ones that have been approved by licensed veterinarians for oral health. There are a few things on the market like preventative gels. Um, One of the brands is Oravet, and that basically prevents the plaque from attaching to the tooth. That does require you having to rub something on the pet's teeth. So if you're, say, not able to handle their mouth like you were talking about, that might not be a good option. There are um, dental chews. If they're used daily, they can reduce plaque and tartar about 69%, which is a lot. So that can be used sometimes in lieu of 
regular teeth brushing. They do have to be the appropriate size for the pet. So giving a larger chew to a smaller dog is not going to be effective for them as far as dental care. Um, one of the most well-known ones is greenies. There are also like Oravet or CET rawhide chews, which are approved for dental health. They contain special enzymes that help break down that plaque. There are certain dental diets like Hills TD, which are basically just large kibbles that act almost like a toothbrush. When they bite into that kibble, it will kind of do a scraping motion on the tooth to help remove some plaque and tartar. But all of these can't be used in place of regular dental cleanings, especially if you already have tartar present. They're not going to remove all of that tartar and it's not going to prevent any dental disease if you can't get rid of that tartar. So regular teeth cleanings and then following up with regular either tooth brushing or giving some dental treats is a good regimen for preventing that dental disease. Just putting that resource out there for everybody, Veterinary Oral Health Council, that is vohc.org. If you want to check that out for some additional resources on recommended and accepted products and some other resources that are going to help you do some additional research on proper veterinary care. You're here with Sit, Stay, Listen with the Kentucky Humane Society, talking about dental care for your dogs and cats. We'll be back after a short break with some original music from John 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 Slater. My baby is you. Dog in sunshine, there's a cat in the shade. Time to stop thinking about all the mistakes that I made. One thought it leads to another, and another thought leads to you. There's one thing that I know is true. That's right. My baby don't need anybody but she might just be mine yeah yeah she got a funny way of letting me inside but that's welcome back to sit stay listen with the kentucky humane society we are on forward radio 106.5 wfmp if you missed the beginning of this program visit us on forwardradio.org Remember that we are listener supported, so don't forget to hit that donate button to support radio by the people for the people. We're talking to Jackie Claxton today, Medical Services Supervisor at the Kentucky Humane Society, licensed veterinary tech. In honor of Dental Health Month for our pets, that is February of every year. And coming back, we're going to talk about some of the more common questions and myths that come along with keeping our pet's teeth healthy and clean. So I'm going to start with that all too common question. What about rawhide? Okay, so I know a lot of people are under the impression that all rawhides are good for dental health. They can help get that tartar off the teeth. And well, some rawhides are okay and will help with dental health. Not all of them are acceptable for that purpose. 
only raw huts that are approved by the Veterinary Oral Health Council are going to be good for dental health, not just plain old raw huts that you can pick up at like Walmart or the dollar store. If they are not approved by Veterinary Oral Health Council, they're not approved for dental health. That's just the facts. <laughs> and as with any treat or chew like that, they should only be given under supervision. Um, you never want to leave your pet alone chewing on a rawhide or any type of treat that's going to take them a while to consume just because you don't want that risk of choking. So yes, some rawhides are good for dental health, but not all rawhides are created equal. <laughs> Again, to check that out, go to vohc.org. Other things that you can find at most pet stores are going to be those bleached femur bones and antlers, those elk antlers and those white-tailed deer antlers. Tell me about those. So those are common. People are under the impression that if you have your dog chewing on something hard, then that's going to help their teeth. It can actually be the opposite effect, really. Those are generally not recommended by any veterinarian for dental health because they can actually cause more problems than anything. They can fracture teeth, which can lead to a lot of issues, and they don't do anything as far as removing plaque or tartar. So no, those are not recommended for dental health at all. So just because a product is carried at your local pet store, that does not mean that it is a safe dental chew or something that is going to be safe for your dog. So if in doubt, make sure that you ask your vet, make sure that you are choosing something that is actually going to be safe and appropriate for your dog. When somebody is looking for a toothbrush or special products for actually brushing teeth, are there specific things that they should look for and I'm going to put this out there because I think this is something that we just need to make sure that we say we definitely want to avoid human toothpaste when we are brushing our dog's teeth. Just yes, put that definitely. on the record. <laughs> yes, because people just think, oh, it's toothpaste, it's toothpaste. But human toothpaste contains ingredients that aren't meant to be swallowed. So we don't want our pets to swallow it. And they have that minty flavor a lot of times that may be aversive to some animals. Animal-made toothpaste is going to be flavored in a way that your pet may actually end up liking it. Um, there are a lot of times like beef or chicken flavored, things like that, that are more palatable to them. As far as what kinds of products to get, they do sell those kits at the pet store and those are fine what you want to look for is something that's going to be appropriate for your pet's mouth size a lot of those kits are good because they come with not only a toothbrush that's typically angled so it's easier for you to brush the teeth but they come with a finger brush that some people find a little bit easier to use as far as like brushing teeth you'll kind of want to get your pet accustomed to it. So I know you talked about like doing regular mouth checks, just getting them comfortable with you handling their mouth, lifting their lips up and doing things like that. So it's a bit of a process, but overall it will lead to a longer, healthier life for your pet as far as dental care goes. A really basic question that is something that all dogs go through 
when do puppies start to lose their puppy teeth? And when do adult teeth start to come in? And is there any specific dental care that we need to think about or be aware of at this time? So you can see them start losing those teeth around four months. You'll start seeing some of those adult teeth come in. I've seen a lot of people that will panic if they find a tooth laying around from their puppy. That's totally normal. They lose their teeth just like human children do. Typically, you'll see most puppies have all their adult teeth in by six months. There is room for variation depending on your dog, the breed, the size, lots of different factors. But as far as things to look out for, sometimes they will have those baby teeth that don't want to come out on time and the adult teeth start erupting right alongside them. And if those teeth aren't removed in a timely manner, they can eventually lead to some dental disease developing. They will trap a lot of those food particles and get a lot of that tartar started in between those teeth because it's only supposed to be one tooth there, not two. So if you notice your puppy is a little bit older and still has some of those baby teeth in there and all the rest of the teeth appear to be the adult teeth, you should probably get checked out by a veterinarian and talk about getting that baby tooth removed. Speaking of age, any particular notes for our senior dogs? Yes. So Definitely as part of their yearly or uh, some veterinary hospitals recommend like bi-yearly checkups for seniors, I would definitely get their teeth checked out frequently because like I said before, there's issues that can occur as far as that bone loss from dental disease. Jaws can end up breaking if there's a significant amount of bone loss. So the more you can do to prevent any dental disease from progressing to that point, the better. So it sounds like the bottom line is communicate with your vet, make sure that they get that dental check and cleaning every single year. If you see anything that doesn't look right, talk to your vet about it. And are there particular notes for our cats? Because I know that that tends to be overlooked in our kitty cats? Yeah, so a lot of people don't really think about cats when they think about dental issues in pets, but actually cats have their own unique issues when it comes to dental disease. They can have things called tooth resorptions, which are basically like cavities, and about half of cats over the age of three can have these tooth resorptions. So They may not display any issues at first, but it can eventually be painful for them. So what you want to look out for is them dropping food or only eating on one side, Um, just kind of avoidance of using that particular tooth. Because what's happening is it may look normal above the gum line, but below the gum line, those tooth roots that are affected can erode and basically just disintegrate and it could be quite painful. The only cure for it is to extract that tooth. Another issue that they can have is something called stomatitis, which is an inflammatory condition. It looks like pretty severe gingivitis. It's not the typical like slightly red gums. It's really inflamed and it can also be quite painful. Typically extracting the teeth that are affected will resolve it, but 
in some cases, it's something that requires lifelong medication to just keep pain under control. So that's something to keep in mind for our cat owners is they have their own issues aside from what dogs have that may not look like a whole lot at first, but can eventually down the road lead to a quite painful dental disease. So that annual vet care prevention is just as important, especially if we want to avoid lifelong care and potential lifelong medication. Exactly. And as promised, a couple of notes about handling and training to make sure that you are able to provide basic preventative measures at home. From the time your dog is a puppy, make sure that you are practicing touching your dog's face. One of the things that I like to teach is a nose touch, and that can be as simple as offering the palm of your hand. And the second your dog tags the palm of your hand with your nose, if you use a clicker, you can click and hand your dog a treat. If you don't use a clicker, just have that treat in your hand, let them bring their nose to that treat and hand it to them. As they get a little better at that and a little more comfortable, you can actually start to open their mouth gently to place that treat in their mouth so that as you start to actually put your fingers in their mouth, that's leading to you opening their mouth to make something great happen, like put that treat in their mouth. When we start to do things like use that finger brush to actually brush their teeth, some dogs really enjoy the flavor of that toothpaste. So it can actually be a built-in reward when we start to use that to brush their teeth. If they're not so sure about it, you can use that finger brush with just a little dab of peanut butter. Now that is not going to serve the purpose of brushing your dog's teeth. That's a really important note to make, but it can help them learn to be more interested in that finger brush coming into their mouth and making something great happen. So doing everything you can to make sure that you are pairing, handling their mouth with something positive is really important. Now, if at any point when you're doing this, you notice discomfort from your dog, you notice stiffness, there is any sign of a growl, anything that leads you to be uncomfortable in any way, contact a trainer immediately. It is not something that you want to push your dog to do if they're not comfortable. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you could get hurt, where you or your dog could have a bad experience. And remember, we have alternatives that we can utilize in the interim if we're having behavior challenges with getting our dogs to be comfortable with having their mouths handled some of those specialized chews, foods, and remember that your vet can do a dental cleaning. You have other options for prevention in the interim, but you would absolutely want to address that behavior. You can find more information about training services with the Kentucky Humane Society on our website, kyhumane.org, or you can call 502-253-2883 to schedule your training appointment today. So Jackie, before we go today, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? I think the only thing that I would say is that dental health is far more important than many people think. 
And it's something that should be taken seriously because it can lead to a lot of detrimental effects if left unchecked. Even brushing your pet's teeth two times a week can remove most of that plaque before it becomes tartar. So even if you're not able to do it every single day, doing it at least twice a week can make a difference and it can impact your pet's overall quality of life. And that's a great place to leave this. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I encourage everybody to walk away from this, make a note on your calendar, call your vet, set up an appointment, and make sure that when you're making those vet care appointments, you have their dental health in mind. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to Sit, Stay, Listen this week. We are on Forward Radio 106.5 WFMP. Visit our website, forwardradio.org, to listen to this program live or to look at our previous episodes and also check out all of our other programming. Hit that donate button. This is listener supported. So we appreciate everybody keeping us on the air, making all of these programs happen. Everybody take care. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week.